Guess what? Guess what? I know. I know. We we have to stop doing this with the whole mic thing. But he's got a second date. Uh huh. I swear, he's got a second date. It's this weekend. Oh, oh! I thought like you were saying tonight. I was like, I thought he was working again. He can't just keep telling us that he's working. It doesn't. No, 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 no. Like he's actually got a second date. With lip. Yeah, with vampire. Nah. Yeah, huh, dude? I'm telling you. Can we phone a friend, get him in here. <laughs> Call him while he's at work. All right, Mike, we just need a quick confirm here. What the fuck do you guys want? I'm at work. Yeah, well, you don't want to be there anyway. Just fucking answer <laughs> the question, Mike. <laughs> but yeah, right. uh, and you know who broke that news? Lewis. Yeah, it was Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he told Lewis, he's like, I'm telling you this in confidence. Yeah. Please do not tell Adam. The only, and then Lewis texted you immediately. Yeah, he definitely said the only person you can't text is Adam. And That's Lewis great. immediately told me. <laughs> yeah, naturally. That guy can't keep anything inside of him. Uh, it's but, crazy. Dude, I mean, if you think about it, though, like, I feel like dating such a secret anymore anyways, at least until it gets, like, a little bit more serious. Like, Yeah, for sure. Mike had some traction, though. So that girl who I hang out with um, down here, she – um. She was over the one night when I was playing Rocket League with Mike and Lewis, and um, she asked if Mike had a girlfriend, and I said no, and because uh, it was when I was talking about this whole date thing, sure. And um, he had, she asked if the two of them were dating or whatever, and I said no. So then she was like, "Well, since he's coming down here sometime soon, do you want me to try to hook him up with somebody?" So she made a Hinge account for him. Completely Uh-oh. did not let him have any say in it. Didn't let him have any say. Let me guess. You answered the questions. No, she just she did all the questions. She did everything. She just made it completely oh, herself. That just it's gonna be such a huge letdown then for anybody he meets. He had a decent amount of likes from the job. Like like not like not like a lot, but like people who actually Enough. seemed interested in the answers more so than the pictures. Yeah, well. I mean, I feel like if you're just liking pictures, you probably seem like a little bit of a creep. But if you're liking the questions, it means that you're interested in some conversation. One of the questions was, I enjoy sunsets and something else. And I was like, oh, man. Art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, man, they're going to be expecting this kid who's just like so nice. In tune with life. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who feels like they actually have a heartbeat, not some, some cold pulse vampire looking fuck what (laughs) you know you know for these cold opens that we do to start this thing when it's just me and you it's pretty much just us making fun of mike oh every time it never fails i mean what else are we gonna make fun of we're not doing anything that's true where we live boring boring oh actually i wanted to tell you this you'll think this is funny because it's like some gym thing Mm-hmm. Do you ever do you ever have like one of those people who come up to you in the gym and they just assert, they they assert themselves as your personal gym coach? No, you have you've never had somebody be like, "Hey, I saw your bench. If you start doing this, that, or the other thing." No, usually I'm the gym coach. Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, every gym I've been to that happens, like, and it's always like an older guy. So I have a new gym coach who just came up to me, and it was sick. Um, but another guy, I think they're fighting over me. And this guy came up to me. He's like this little Italian dude. He's shorter than I am, like five five. 
And like, he's that dude at the gym who just is using six different things at once, but no one is really sure if you're still on it. Far far and away the worst person ever in the gym is like, they'll leave a half drank water bottle on its side next to the machine. And they said, oh, sorry, man, I was using that's my water bottle. I was like, so what I spit on the floor right there. It doesn't make the machine mine. I'm not cleaning it. Yeah, dude. And like, he doesn't even do that. He's just walking around like a nut, just like nonstop. He's like a hamster, like a, you know what he looks like? He looks like a chipmunk. He looks like a chipmunk. He's always just, he's bobbing and weaving. And the one day he came up to me and was like, this is how he talks. He goes, Hey man. Hey, Hey, I saw, I saw your shirt. Um, are you, are you from Pennsylvania? You're from Pennsylvania? Cause I was wearing a temple shirt and I was like, yeah. So we're going back and forth. He's telling me that he used to box in New York and like all this ridiculous stuff. Giving me way too much of a backstory. They're, they're also always boxers. Yeah. You get one of these things. Though, too. Never fails. They're the ones that are shadow boxing. In the morning. Great point. Great side point. I forgot to, I should have led with this. One day it was raining outside. He was outside in the rain in the parking lot shadow boxing. Yes. Love that. <laughs> As he's making his own Rocky film at yeah <laughs> the dudes are dick. we have a dude who does that so that's one dude and another girl like my gym's really small right in the middle of the um the um stretching area which is very condensed she hula hoops oh i hate that yeah it's awful <laughs> it's awful <laughs> this gym sucks that's a, you can't tell there's all i don't know like when i lived in arizona so and arizona might be like one of the top three like steroid states of the you know steroid dominated states in the u.s for sure and uh so you either got a bunch of juice heads or you get like a very weird crew of people i mean you're gonna get your cardio bunnies people that never leave the the cardio machines but like for whatever reason at the gym i went to it was always like retired gymnasts always doing like weird like handstands like I, i know what people are thinking oh you know People do walk on their hands all the time in CrossFit. No, these people are doing all types of shit with their legs and then like bending over and just hopping onto their feet like they're a fucking ninja turtle. I didn't like it. it they're a bunch of freaking they're, out. They're a bunch of like monkeys of- when they get on the monkey boat when they get on the uh, pull up bars. You ever see where they did they do the cool things where they like throw themselves up and like go all hands out and then catch themselves and go down and do a pull up? You ever see those? No, but I've seen people just use their legs to hang from them. Like this isn't a jungle gym, people. Like. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. But I, I will say one of the most thrilling things ever at the gym. I don't know about you, but I do this every single time. I clean off my equipment. I get a paper ball. I'm firing that paper ball from distance. I convert about maybe 20% of the time. <laughs> but, but the one time that you do make it, there's always one guy watching. And he's just going, fuck yeah, man. That's what I'm fucking talking about. And then I'd just step. gas you up like there's nothing else. I did that the other day. Dude on the on the arm curl was still curling mid set. Looked at me with a full bicep flex and he goes, "Nice, I saw that." <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, besides the point. Going back to this conversation with this dude, so I'm bouncing back. He's this guy's just losing his mind right now. He's like the goddamn Energizer Bunny. Just like he's 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 hopping around too, and I'm talking to him. I can't take him serious, and. Um, he starts talking about politics, dude, and like asks if I think that Trump actually won Pennsylvania. Just ridiculous stuff that you do conversations you don't want to have at the gym, right? And then at the very oh, yeah. end, he comes up to me. He, he, he goes to me, he goes, All right, man, well, I got to go do a couple more pull ups and I'll catch you later, right? And he smacks me on the back when he's walking by, which is like, fine, you know what I mean? Whatever. 
And then with his index finger and his thumb, he pinches the my bottom abdomen right above my waistline of my um, pants. He just pinches it, squeezes hard as shit, and then walks away. I never have felt violated like that in he my just, life. I left. I left immediately after. I didn't know. I didn't know what you, to man. do. He said, um, "Did he tell you to hold his pocket afterwards too?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't tell me that. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure. It was. Make sure you didn't fall for that one. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you did the right thing. You got out of there. Yeah. That's, that's it. You got yeah. out of it. That's true. Same way we're getting out of this, um, this cold open. Let's start the pod. I don't know what we're yelling about. All right, Dimitri, before, before we get into the wonderful world of uh, The Bachelor, let's just do a quick little brief thing on the wonderful world of Pokemon. My childhood, you mean? Yeah, my childhood as well. The reason that you were fat was, the, was because you just played so much Pokemon. That's not true. Because <laughs> you idolized Snorlax. I because I ate a lot, all right? <laughs> While you played Pokemon. <laughs> I did not. I was like late to the game actually in Pokemon. I was like the per- because I mean, you know my dad. He's not yeah. somebody that doesn't let. He just didn't really let me play video games. And then eventually, I just started like getting money from my grandparents, riding my bike all the way to GameStop, mm-hmm. showing up there every time, asking, "Is this enough money for Pokemon?" They say no, and then I would come back later. <laughs> and that is a story about how I lost weight. <laughs> so i actually have pokemon to thank for my for yeah. my new six pack yeah i'm not crediting them for the sake of the this podcast because i don't have to pay them anything but <laughs> it definitely, but then, anywho it definitely I mean, helped this now they're coming out with this new game i mean i don't really know a ton about it is it like a what is it like a live action like live open concept type deal was it similar to pokemon go uh, it's it's kind of the same idea. Uh, before we do that, though, the, the, now that you've reminded me about how I started playing Pokemon, so my dad works for a bank, and they um, took a car. Uh, what's it called? They repoed a car, and for some reason, I had to stay at my house for one night. And when they were going through it, there was a really, really broken Game Boy in there, and there was one game, and it was Pokemon Sapphire. I grinded that, and next thing you know, I'm hooked to Pokemon. So, so you stole it from a repoed car. Yeah, essentially, I stole it from a repoed car. <laughs> they had so many Pokemon, but going in like blind, I remember I I had to restart the game completely. He had so whoever it was, so many like literally filled up everything. But I didn't know where he was in the game because I didn't understand it. I didn't never played before, so I had to just restart it, figure it out, and go from there. Which definitely a bummer. But besides the point, yeah. So the new game. They just announced over the weekend because it was a 25th anniversary of when they released Pokemon Red, the first Pokemon game for Game Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, way back, way back, Jesus. 
They had red, I believe. It was yellow. Yeah, red, yellow. yellow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the game is essentially just like a free travel, um, free travel game. So you just go everywhere. It's not like it has a mandatory mission, I don't believe. So you're not going, you're fighting gyms, not doing any of that. Your sole goal in it is to create the first ever Pokédex. So you're going through and you have to find Pokemon for the first time and essentially fill out a Pokédex for a professor. And you're like the beginning and it's free range. It's called Pokemon Arceus. Arceus, yeah. And yeah, they said it took almost 25 years, like since the inception of Pokemon to create it. I just like, you gotta wonder, like, what the fuck were they doing for 25 years? I feel like it was like something they had the idea for Mm -hmm. 25 years ago. And then like, oh fuck like somebody wrote this down like 20 years ago i think we should uh you know pick this up they go oh my this god giant... <laughs> this Who is a fantastic guy i'm not telling i'm not it's mine now it's totally mine now that's but hilarious I, I gotta believe like do you think there's some kind of contest like associated with that like mm. this game once it like officially drops there's got to be something around it that says you have to go get these Pokemon, and once you fill out the Pokedex completely, you win. I don't fucking know. A lot of money, I'd presume. Well, they had that whole thing about Pokemon Go when you're the first one who filled out the Pokedex. You won something, or you got something. Um, because, Well, that's a little different, though, because you actually had to travel to different – like, people travel to different countries for Pokemon Go to go get things. That was nuts. I went to, I went to New York one time during like the like Pokemon go um, surge. Cause my sister lives up there mm-hmm. and I was walking, just playing Pokemon go with my girlfriend at the time. Next thing you know, I shit you not a surge of like 300 people came running down the street in the opposite direction. And when they're running down, you could see that I was playing Pokemon go and they, they started screaming and they were like, there's a, Oh God, what Pokemon was it? um oh there's a golem over there there's a golem go 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 and i was like oh fuck gotta go get me a golem and i fucking booked it i left my girlfriend there she she didn't run she was like four blocks behind she caught up but dude it's like the love for pokemon's wild this it's gonna have the same exact effect dude it's literally like i can't even begin to tell you like i got very lucky at the same time because it was that was the same year Pokemon Go came out like the summer of when I was out in Oregon. So like I was traveling like, across like the US in the middle of all that. Mm. So I got some Pokemon that people didn't exactly have on nice. the East Coast. Felt pretty fucking cool. Arcanine was one Ooh. of them. It was pretty cool. Just a big fiery dog. I caught a Scyther. Ooh. Um, I caught that when I was in Portland. Um, it's just uh, there's it, a couple couple good ones. It's just such a, that now we're talking about Pokemon Go, but still, that was such an innovative concept and such a cool concept to bring into the real world. They could have done a better job with the gyms, I think, probably. Um, made it more like, I don't know, how cool would it be if you had to travel like the world to get like all your badges and like, you know what I mean? Like something. I would legitimately take all my vacation days to try to do that. <laughs> That's probably like, why I, they didn't I, do it. I have a month's worth of vacation right now. I could a hundred percent do that. Yeah. I will put off buying a house for a year to do that. (laughs) And it would be worth it too. Yeah. Are you in? We that could be our first major like vlog series. 
Yeah, I mean, I would be down, but the only problem is that's not that's not a thing right now. If it ever were to be a thing and they were, like, different. It will be. I'm going to submit my uh, proposal <laughs> email after this to somethingpokemon.com. <laughs> you, you, know, you know how they have the, um, the Elite Four at the end that you have to face and all that? Yeah, I what if, always beat their ass. What if, what if at the very end you had to take all your Pokemon after beating, like, it wouldn't just be eight. It would have to be, like, 16 gyms, let's say, like, across the, across the whole United – not United States. Well, maybe yeah. just the United States, or you do the world, whatever you want to do. And then you have to go to Japan, where the inception of Pokemon began, and you have to take on their final four, <laughs> their, their elite four. <laughs> and they only accept you if you have every Pokemon beat every gym clean the first time, or you have like two tries. So it's like the elite of the elite. I fucking hate that. Especially imagine if you beat them. You're fucking dead. You're fucking dead. There's no way they let you leave there and say, I was a Pokemon champion of the world. <laughs> yeah. That's a very I, serious fear. That's a very serious fear. I'm concerned right now that if that's what it takes and i spend all my vacation to die i'm out i don't know but then if you win and you get remembered as the pokemon master i don't know it's kind of throw that on your resume good luck not getting a job i was gonna say you basically are set for the rest of your life at that point that gets you i mean i don't i mean that probably actually doesn't get you much besides people definitely doesn't get you laid definitely doesn't get you laid no, maybe, you know, but there's a certain community for that. Maybe some cosplay. That would be cool. <laughs> very, very specific community. Uh, but, yeah, we, we went really off a topic. So, yeah, it's basically like a free-range game where you get to go everywhere and you're just trying to um, fill out your Pokedex. And, yeah, I mean, it sounds super dope. And last time that they did the, uh, a big release like Pokemon Go, uh, Nintendo stock skyrocketed people made so much money off of it i can only imagine this is going to do the exact same thing it's uh unique also to their own system which is the switch so they're just printing dollars at this point oh so i have to get a switch to get this yeah yeah i'm probably gonna get a switch <laughs> and there's the next paycheck uh it's budgeted into the system officially it's written on a written on a note card now i'm in i'm all in on the switch Go. Or I'm going to steal my other cousins. <laughs> no Christmas presents for us this year. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to talk about the backbone of this podcast. The Bachelor. Which is crazy because we never thought it was going to get to this point. No, but Getting this is what our listenership this is what our listenership wants. And our listenership has been steadily growing too. So Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is crazy because we tell everybody not to listen every single episode. And we like, warn every single time to please not listen. But here we are. So, Demetri, what did you think of the episode? It came out guns blazing to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it kind of mellowed out for a little bit. The stories kind of pulled on the heartstrings a little bit. I know I, I messaged you about, first of all, fuck him for doing that thing to Katie where he lifted the rose. That pissed me off. Abigail's poor sweet soul. Mm-hmm. That was really upsetting. I mean, Brittany still, or not Brittany, uh, Victoria still sucks. Yep. Yeah, she wore a fucking yep. crown. I think, I think, um, well, first of all, this was the Bachelor Tell All episode. So right. all the contestants came back and they got to basically say their piece. And first thing I noticed about this was that I didn't, well, 
my first thing that I actually cared about that I noticed about this, they really made Katie look like the bad person. They teamed up on her. Yeah, like, and I'd really... I don't get it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I don't really understand it either because I think, again, this goes back to our point, I think was it the last, yeah, had the last episode. Anytime somebody says anything sensible on that show, they get absolutely fried for it. Law, they lose it. They lose it. And poor Katie, like, she's like, sorry, you guys were all bitches. Like, that's just the fact of the matter. I wasn't going to fucking live in a, in a place like that for, you know, upwards of two months. Sorry, you know what? I told Matt because I had to speak my mind. And, you know, I respect her for it. Maybe not telling Matt probably would have been good, but I feel like if she singled out all of them, it could have gotten real ugly. Yeah, well, here's the thing. No, no matter what you say, Katie was right. Maybe maybe she shouldn't have went to Matt, like whatever. Maybe she should have held, handled it in-house. But she stopped bullying from happening. And here's what pisses me off. The fact that the girls who were getting bullied – didn't stick up for her. The only person who stuck up for her was Jasenia, who also stuck up for the people who were bullied. Everybody else just shut up. And like, where the hell did Chelsea come from being kind of a bitch? What? Yeah, I think it, it kind of comes with the blonde hair, but you know, it might have just been my own observation. But literally, all of them had something to say. Um, I thought it was really funny how they brought back like the Victoria thing. Yeah. And they all started frying. Uh, what was that girl's name? Girl with the creepy smile, the blonde, the other one from Chicago. Anna. Anna. They all started frying her ass. And she, that I was fair. totally on right with. Fair. Totally fair. Um, how about – I also I, – I, I wanted to keep touching on this too. I thought this was funny. Mari – her, her name is Mari. She's super pretty and was one of my favorites going in just purely on looks. Mm-hmm. Me too. Didn't get to talk at all during the actual season. No run at all during the actual season. Just stuck around because of her looks. I'm positive. Yeah. She I mean, I don't talked know if that's so her. much in this episode. She was just frying everybody and acting like a bitch. It's like when that person who's always like silent just happens to come up with everything just blows out of their fucking mouth at that point. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't realize, like, how much they probably actually cut from the show, which is kind of funny. But the other thing is when they were showing the bloopers at the end, it makes you realize, wow, this is so fucking acted out. It's insane. 100%. Yeah. And that hurts me in the heart because I really do enjoy watching the show. And I'm going to continue to watch the series yeah. because, again, this it is the backbone of this podcast. 100%. But, I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. I mean, but some of that stuff I'm sure you really can't draw up. Like, there's no way the drama does what it does without, like, a little bit of improv, you know? 100%. Um, it, it blows my mind how on brand Victoria has stayed. She's just so mean. Like, <laughs> like how about when um, they were going over how she called that lady – who'd she call um, a hoe? She called somebody a hoe. Um, she called somebody trash. Also. Trash. Or when uh, Sarah, when she uh, was it Sarah from San Diego, the reporter yeah. that that left, was trash. Finally took itself out, and then they're like, and then that's when Katie was like, "Can we please like stop fucking calling people trash? They're not here. Like, yeah, there's no point in it." But very, very on brand. And she even tried calling Matt out. I'm pretty sure for saying for like 
how he rea- reacted to her and how the way she acted as if she never thought that she was going to get booted off the show. Like, come on. Yeah. No offense. I think all women are beautiful, but she wasn't quite as beautiful as the other women. Yeah. So uh, I just didn't think it was there. And if I had to hear her say literally one more time, I probably would have put a gun to my forehead. I just thought it was funny because I think each girl individually acted more normal during this, should I say. Like like everybody, even the people who who were mean before, like for and people who barely got any runs. So like Chelsea stuck around for a really long time, but you got to see that she maybe didn't like Katie that much. You know what I mean? You saw another veil to their personality. So they were like a little different. It added something to each of them. Victoria is the exact same person. It seems like nobody likes her and like, she's just rude. Um, yeah. So not a fan of Rachel, uh, not Rachel, excuse me, uh, Victoria. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it, it's funny how the bachelor clearly does this thing where they focus in on a few people and their intent on making those people the stars of the show. So yeah. I don't know if they think that those people are going to get kicked off when they get kicked off, but the biggest surprise of the whole show were Abigail and Piper getting kicked off when they got kicked off. And those were two of the biggest talking points. Yeah. I mean, for Abigail, like, oh. I mean, to this day, like, it doesn't, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, Piper, God, like, I feel like him and Piper were constantly making out, like, the entire series. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, no, at least, like, take her to the fantasy suite. Like, yeah. she's smoking hot. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it also uh, – when they put – when they put um, Abigail on the hot seat and they were just talking to her and they showed her the whole relationship thing and she started to get emotional. I mean, uh, and th- there is an outpouring of support for her on social media. If you haven't seen like people, which is, love which is her. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's incredible. I mean, I even have a friend of my own who she has a very similar thing. She has a cochlear implant and uh, she's great probably one of like one of my favorite people in my life but i'm sure probably would have had the same reaction i mean it doesn't deter the person by any means and that's why it's like it still makes me wonder did that have a part in matt saying you know i don't have this connection even though he gave her the first impression rose even though she was the most vulnerable probably throughout the show um i guess you can argue brie in that in that essence but again didn't know who brie was until she was in the final four still don't know yeah, not a clue. It kind of makes me sick to see her there in the final three now. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. I'm sure she's great. I, I, I don't dislike Brie. I just don't know who she is. Yeah. I mean, generally, I don't know that many cool Brie's, but, like. I know one cool Brie. I know one. She, 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 uh, she's cool. This Brie isn't as cool as her, for sure, though. Especially after that yeah. off-roading incident. Yeah, the, the 10 miles an hour thing. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. That is cool as a poopy flavor but lollipop. To your, yeah, that. Uh, but to your point, I mean, there were a lot of people that were like clear, clear showstoppers. Like they were the ones that the camera was always on. Of course, you know, Victoria was a focal point. I feel like Katie had to be in it from the very jump. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people, I mean, maybe next season we should pay a little bit more attention to how they show people coming out of the, uh, coming out of the limo yeah. because, 
if you think about it, the people that really had the most airtime on like coming out of the limo or is doing something like crazy, those are the people that really stuck around. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a quick side note too. Uh, they pretty much have established that Katie's going to be the next bachelorette in that episode. I don't know if you caught it, but when they were, when she was sitting, it's either her or Abigail. They were the only two people who were then when they went on the hot seat, they asked, and I think, well, actually there was only three people who were on the hot seat, but still they asked those two deliberately, what are you doing right now? in your like love life. And it felt like Katie was getting pulled along more because they asked, she did that whole thing about her being 30 and doesn't know if she'll ever find love. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Arnie wants to think it could be Serena just the way that her ending was. Mm, um, I could I mean, see she, that. She bat out at a very, very odd time. And I think she also is very, very pretty. Um, good personality and, and even chris harrison said he's like i thought quite frankly for a while that you were the one i thought you were gonna win yeah over matt hart and, and get the get the ring but i don't know um i've seen actually quite a bit on social media over the last 24 hours some people are saying victoria or i'm not watching next season or piper i'm not watching next season um which two two very viable ones i think katie still would probably be the favorite i know for me you know a big uh you love katie katie guy yeah, big team Katie guy, but you have to try out know. if that's the case. I don't stand a fucking chance, but <laughs> I'm just being honest with myself. I'm going for it, man. I'm going for it. I'm telling you. Do we just every season just yeah. try out? I'm just going to keep saying run it back. <laughs> My window's closing, so, but what we have to do is we have to help each other with like our videos. Yeah. <laughs> Video edit guy. Well, but I'm. I'm just going to do a sit down like this, like how we're on Zoom right now. I'm just going to sit down in front of the camera and be like, hey, I'm Adam. If you pick me, I can – I, I want to do this whole bit. I'm, I'm going to do this whole bit where I'm just going to be like, last season, you broke uh, you broke records and you, bro- you broke down walls having the first ever Black Bachelor. This season, we're going to break records again, and I'm going to have the first short Bachelorette winner. I'm five nine and I'm ready for this opportunity. <laughs> it's like as a, a PFT says on on part of my take is short kings, we're fucking here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no hold on. There is no way that somebody under six foot has won the show. I don't think so. I, I honestly don't think so. Everybody's ginormous that I've seen. Because the, the quintessential perfect male is always like tall, jacked, tan, tall again. And even taller. We don't fit. Yeah, we might we might get like you know, I think we're both pretty like you know muscular guys. We work out. We're definitely like floating the, the medium for the average height of a male, <laughs> and then we make up for like the, the three four inches that we're missing in height with quality personality. Yeah. So I like to believe that you know those people that are taller than us stuck as people, but I have a lot of friends that are also taller than me, and they don't suck. So there goes that fucking theory. I, li- I like to I like to say that I stand on my personality and it gives me another four inches. So like in all areas. Um. <laughs> I hated that. But um, yeah, I stand Same. on my personality. So that makes me over six foot and the perfect male. 
I, I think if I go with that bit long enough and do the short Kings thing that Cody Co and um, Noel Miller have made just massive, I think it'll work. I mean, come on, a short King has to win eventually. And I think I'm the guy to break down the glass ceiling. I feel it. You know, I just picture like at the end, it's like, like, um, it's like you two are looking at each other, but you're looking up at the girl, and it's just like there's like she's very noticeably looking down on you, like you would expect at like an altar, but like the other way around. If um, I if I weren't to win, if I were not like let's say I lose, right, and I end up like they bring me back as the actual bachelor, I would in that scenario just completely hijack the show. I would make it all centered around the fact that I'm short. And I would make sure I'd be like, all right, here's the deal, ladies. No one over five three. You can only have three inch heels. That's your max. I prefer flats at all times. <laughs> I, I get to wear pumps, and um, I get to, <laughs> and we are play, when we play basketball on one of the dates. We're lowering the rim to eight foot, but we're gonna make it seem like it's bigger. And I'm just gonna dunk nonstop on everybody. Dude, I'll put it. I just want to say this though: the camera always. They always find a way to make the people look taller, like no matter what. And it's crazy because like, for example, you can go on Instagram and you see some people that are like, oh, this dude's got to be like six, five. And you find out they're six foot. Yeah. You're telling me I could look six, three on camera. That would be great. Well, here's the thing. There are short Kings who dominate the good look, like short Kings dominate good looking people. That like just in the world, like Justin Bieber, Zach Efron. I'm gonna say Tom Zach Efron's gotta be at the top of that list. Tom Cruise is older, but like he did dominate before this. Um, before he went crazy, Johnny Depp. Um, literally, most actors that are good looking, that are well known. Um, both the uh, DiCaprio is not that tall. I think DiCaprio is five ten. Um, both of the um, Franco brothers. I'm telling you, short kings have ruled the world for a long time, but people just don't give us love. Is this like the pump up speech that I didn't know I needed? <laughs> we got this, man. I'm going. I'm I'm going on. I'm going to win this thing. I'm about to throw this computer monitor across the room right now. I'm just fucking pumped. I was like, you know what? I, I am good looking. Fuck I'm going to go outside. And I'm going to go try to dunk on an 11 foot hoop. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like, no, maybe 11 foot hoop's a little high. Just nine maybe nine nine foot hoop yeah my knees are kind of messed up though i don't know i want to talk about that dude i've had three knee surgeries (laughs) but oh um going back to the bachelor though yeah that really went went off well we're gonna well just just jot it down i'm on the next season the bachelor i'm gonna be or at least i'm gonna be in the next i'm gonna be on the bachelor slash bachelorette within the next three years Put it down, mark it in a tablet. I got you. Either that or I'll make it to an American Idol tryout. It's one or the other. Oh, I'm definitely going to American Idol eventually. That That's just – I've been – I you can ask my parents. I've been waiting for that since I was like six. What are you singing? Creed? My first, my first song? Got to be Creed. No, nah, I mean, I love Creed. Don't get me wrong. But that's not my wheelhouse. I'm – how I, I compare myself to, I'm like a – I tell this to Mike all the time. I'm not an A1 singer. Like, I don't, I don't got the voice of, like, a Whitney Houston, Bruno Mars, those kind of people. I can't hang with that. I don't have that strong a voice. You know right, who right. I could hang with? I could hang with the Jason Mraz's of the world. I think I can hang with the Mike Posner's of the world. So I can get by and I can get myself I – think, I think I can get myself to L.A. or Las Vegas, right? Las Vegas? 
I'm pretty sure it's L.A., but... L.A. No, the golden ticket. Is the golden ticket L.A. or Las Vegas? L.A. Okay, whatever. I, I, I would go to L.A. I think so. First song I'd sing, Isn't She Lovely? Good song. Mm-hmm. And then if I, if I got to the finals, it's very clear what would happen. I'd be on the final stage. There'd be candles, big, big overdone candles, and, an, and a giant uh, choir, all in white angelic looking and i would be singing um uh hallelujah i knew that was coming yeah dim lights i don't know why i don't know why but i pictured like the uh the whole uh sequence from shrek yeah yeah exactly that's that's essentially what i want I, if i could have that big chandelier that they had in shrek that falls on um the dragon and like one of the first scenes just hanging over that'd be nice well, we really, really went off on a tangent there. Yeah, but yeah. I hope you add that all to your uh, tryout video. Just out of nowhere, <laughs> be like, uh, if I was on American Idol, like do a video for American Idol and submit it for the best. <laughs> hey, so I'm trying out for uh, X Factor, and uh, I just really wanted to just talk about what I can bring to the table. They're just sitting there. X Factor's been off air for six years. This guy even know that? that- <laughs> Wait, it is? Yeah, X Factor's been off air for a while, man. Why? Simon I guess Cowell it was the same as like America's. It was also the same as like a America's Got Talent. So. Yeah, it was cool for like a year, and then everybody got over it. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, Bachelor Tell All. I honestly don't think it lived up to the hype that the ones have in the past. And I know you're not super familiar, but like, I mean, I've only watched like a handful, if that. But not having the crowd there getting involved, like hearing all the oohs and ahs and like people clapping when everybody's roasting each other, that definitely takes away from the atmosphere. Yeah. How about how about the freaking heater Piper threw at the end? Just straight up asking Matt, why? why yeah. Why did you get rid of me? And he was just, uh. Dude, he stuck with that same line. He stuck with the same line. Like you said, he's, he knows what he's saying to parents. Yep. And same thing with these girls. He's like, listen, I, I know we had some great times. I really valued our time and, you know, those moments together. But at the end of the day, I had to, had to make a decision. And he's calculating. not where my heart Yeah. This dude knows what he's going to do. Even with the beard. Beard. What do we say out of 10? How are you ranking the beard? Are you talking about how it looks on him or the power of the beard itself? Let's go. Let's go. A t- uh, score out of 10 for looks mm-hmm. and then 10, score out of 10 for power. Okay. Looks on him. He can kind of pull it off. I mean, it's a little too big for him, I think. I'd give him like a Arden, Arden seven. Ask. Yeah. Seven or a six with the pull it off. I think he looks okay with it. I don't think it was managed very well. It looked That's like it was problem. everywhere. Like, like he rolled out of bed, threw on a suit, said, I don't have to do my hair because I don't have a lot of it. And Bingo. said, bam, Matt, yeah. I'm in it. So yeah. I would say, you know, a good six or six out of 10 if we're going to go whole numbers. Um, as for power, though, it did have some volume. It had it. That volume. wasn't a small beard. Mm-hmm. He definitely but, put so stuff gonna do that, in his beard. Yeah, some oils and, and textures and uh, some scents, of, mm-hmm. of course. 
Uh, I would give it a firm nine out of 10. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say it's close to a 10 out of 10. That thing is powerful. It is dense. It feels like if you were to punch it, like let's say you're trying, you got into a fight with Matt James and you punch him on the jaw. That thing's taking some of the blow a hundred percent. That's like an airbag right before you get to his face. Yeah. I mean, the girls seem to somewhat enjoyed uh, just Tanya spoke up real quick. She's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. And I know at that point I was like, She's trying so hard to throw all her eggs in one basket and say, hey, I'm still ready to fuck. And then she probably realized that you can't do that on the show anymore at, at, this, at this moment. They could have done it after, for all we know. We don't know what happens after this. No, no. It could have just been a giant orgy, for all we know. Chris Harrison was there. He has an erotica. Things could get weird. Stop looking at me like what? that. <laughs> you, hit, you hit me with an orgy out of nowhere. It's 837 on a Tuesday. You can't just throw words like that. <laughs> I'm going to throw you off guard. But, uh, yeah, I mean, ooh, it was a spicy episode, I think, from front to end. I, I, was, I was impressed with it. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, I was, I was into it. It was the first one, and I, I've, I'm actually surprised you say that it gets – better because i thought there were some shots taken there's some little arguing like the mj and jasenia stuff started off and we didn't even talk about that and like that kind of seemed forced to be honest um obviously the most awkward thing was the anna thing that you already hit on and everything like that they're really attacking her really attacking which was fair i want to ask about uh your thoughts on the sneak peeks but i just want to preface we are team mj here on this podcast just yeah for anybody in particular who's listening and also uh, i wanted to say i want to apologize for making fun of mj when she went out not making fun of mj for calling mj out um against jesenia because it seems like there was actually two sides to that story so i apologize and we will get better mj please be a part of our podcast yeah we're learning we're learning here we're learning here uh, but that sneak peek was pretty crazy. His fucking dad. That's I nuts. can't wait to talk about that. So I was told I have a, a source to a, a be unnamed somebody who looks into to tabloids and, and shit. But she was saying that supposedly the producers just did that and didn't tell Matt to bring his dad in. How the fuck did they find his dad? <laughs> and that's also just so fucked up to blindside a dude like that. Like, that's not right. Cool. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I remember last week. I was saying, I was like, I wonder why he was fucking crying so much. And that probably has a lot to do with it, considering his fucking dad walked out on him. And now it seemed like they were arguing right then and there. And that's super fair to be pissed off and to cry and changes, changes everything. Honestly, it's just, how did they find him to begin with? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, you gotta, you gotta imagine that somebody had to step up and be like, "That's my boy," and just in his own barber shop, and somebody like pointed him out and said, "Hey, that's James's son." Yeah, it has to be something like that. Dude, just like word of mouth to find him or something, because I don't know how else you would be able to trace him down. Um, also talking about those right. like ending credit things, how is it always as sexy as 
they were getting like him and Michelle were oiled up. Saw that. I couldn't tell if it was like you know maybe they just hopped out of some water like a bathtub or something. Like mm. no, they're fucking oiled up. This is almost as awkward as when he was oiling up his fucking buddy Tyler in that one episode. Mm. Like. I mean, the fantasy suites are the fantasy suites because everybody just fucking bangs it out after these uh, six weeks or seven weeks that we've been watching this now. Um, pretty crazy, though. All I, all I could tell is that Rachel looked incredibly upset. I hope she doesn't fucking walk out. I really do want her to win. Um, however, I do think, I mean, if your body's getting fucking soaked in oil, how do you not win? So I'm and, pretty sure Michelle might be the lock in here, and then you know Bree still don't know who she is. So. And how do you have a relationship after going back? Like, let's say they let's say Rachel wins, and the two of them are dating, and you're going back and you're watching this, and you're sitting there with your boyfriend, <laughs> just oiling the shit out of this girl, and then going back into the fantasy suite and just banging her in front of all of Ruining America, in front of your family, things. like because your family's watching. Ruining this. all this, dude. I mean, to that point, like I just said, ruining the fucking sheets. I hope they fucking, you know, maybe showered, which probably isn't good for the drains either. I mean, they're not really thinking this one through at all. No. But, I mean, I guess the oil is kind of cool and, and whatnot. Matt just gets to bang out three smoking hot girls for an entire night yeah. on TV. Good for him. What if they actually, like, were, like graphically showed it? Just, like, it just but, like blurred it. out, like, the – just blurred out the very, like, sexual parts. Like, all of – all of Chris Harrison's erotica is actually just like memoirs of what happened in The Bachelor that you just didn't see. <laughs> he used to sit in the back with a pendant like behind his ear and a tablet. He goes, good, good. This is this is good. Halfway through, Matt just oh, what the hell? Who's there? He turns on the light. It's oh, me, hello, Christopher. <laughs> hey, Matt, just writing my next novel. Don't mind me. Oh, yeah, goes, you like that, he, Rachel. You guys, please turn off the light, Chris. <laughs> and they're, they're talking to each It's like during sex, you just hear uh, Matt, like Matt just like mumbling stuff to Rachel or whoever he's hooking up with. And Chris, can you speak up? I need that line. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hear that one. Pull her hair a little, for fuck's sake. Now... What did you say there? You want him to do what to you? Just, just so I know, I'm just writing the next. It's the, for the next paragraph. Don't worry. There's no names. Did you say spit in my mouth? <laughs> or that would be just, hilarious dude, if they like, if they really like got into this and like somewhere like on like Pornhub they showed like the sex scenes like. You have to have a premium membership to access it. On a really shaky camera, and it's just Chris Harrison in the background just talking, going, oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. those videos that were uh, – what was that Taylor Swift challenge that was on TikTok where, like, the person forgets to change the camera angle, and they're, like, backing up with the camera? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like that. It's just I'm on like, Chris Harrison the whole time. You know me? just like – Fuck yeah! Like and the whole time he's just getting sweatier and sweatier. <laughs> uh, this this got out of hand. Long story short, I think we're in for for a pretty uh solid finale. I know we are pretty like I think we've to this point said that Rachel should be a lock. Yeah. Who do you think's walking away with it? So, 
you said you have a source. I have a source too. I, according to my source, I know who wins. They're from the hometown of the person of one of the people. And the rumor on the street, not the hometown, but they're within 40 minutes of it. And apparently the word on the street is everybody from there knows and has known for a while. Do you want me to tell you who it is? Should we be the first pod no. that spoils it? We could be the breaking news podcast, or should, should I just hold it to my close to my chest? Well, I'm sure if they all fucking know it, then we're definitely not going to be the fucking first one. Uh, maybe we're the first podcast. I mean, if you want to close your ears real quick, and then like when you listen to the podcast back, you just make sure this one okay. spot. Say it on three, but just make sure you bleep it out. Oh, oh, one, you wait, wait. Do you want me to tell two, you? Wait, wait. Do, do you want to know? Do, do, do you want to know? You, you, you can tell me. Okay. But we're gonna make sure we bleep it out for the viewers, just because now I'm curious. So on 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 the count of three. Okay. One, two, three. I don't know what 